conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. 21 minutes past three. Now we give you an update on terms of what's been happening in Sudan since violence broke out last month. According to the UN, more than 250,000 people have crossed the borders to neighboring countries since the conflict began. What is happening? How are the neighboring countries coping as the ongoing conflict seems to be affecting them as well as why does Sudan's ceasefires stop working? Shabir Ibrahim is political analyst and consultant at the Specializers in Sudan and the Horn of Africa. Uh, Shabir, thank you very much for joining us. 250,000 people across the borders. How are those neighboring countries coping? Uh, thank you so much for having me, and thank you for the listeners. Uh, could you imagine those 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 two hundred and fifty thousand those countries that already have refugees before this war broke? Mm. They already have had refugees about mm. hundreds of thousands of Sudanese, you know, and coming from different other countries. And and those countries stressed by drought, conflict, and food insecurity. They already they have it. And the UN say that you know there is um, underfunded, under 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 underfund, severe, huge underfund, and a really crisis. It is a, it is a really tragedy, you know, for thousands of thousands of people coming, and there is no any support. Where are the refugees staying? What what sort of living conditions are they experiencing in Chad and South well, and well, Central Africa? Well, 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 you see, there is a, two categories of refugees. There is internal refugees and there is external refugees. Mm-hmm. And the internal refugees also divide into two. That is, some of them, the million of them left the capital Khartoum, they went to their relatives in, in a province, different province mm-hmm. in Sudan. And, and 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 this is a new, a new burden also to the poor province, poor, poor families in in the province, and the the other internal which is are more poor in Darfur. You know the Darfurian they left from their own. This they have nothing to do. Then they walk up to neighboring Chad, mm. and east of Sudan also there are some refugees entering to Ethiopia and Eritrea. The more rich, the richer they, they went to Egypt. Because they, they, it's very costly because not everybody can afford to go to Egypt, you know. So this is a better off than the rest of the refugees. This is the situation that's now we are talking about. How we should help out this humanitarian operation. And I know the humanitarian operation, they say they need money. And they say, no, mm. they don't have money. We are under fund. And a really serious crisis. Again, what sort of conditions are they living in? Are they, is it just what's on the back of their, what they can carry out of their house? That is it. And and, and apart from that, most of people are just scattered in the, in, 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 in the open field. There is no tannin, there mm. is no clear water, there is no nothing. Sure. Um, this is a terrible. I've read that 90% are women and children. So obviously the, the men are staying behind to, uh, I don't know, fight, I guess, or, or look after their possessions. But women and children at, at their weakest, at the most vulnerable as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are right. Absolutely. Who is doing what to help these people? You know, the UN, they try their best. And as I mentioned that, you know, they, they always complaining that under fund. Mm. And they're waiting for funds from outside. And some communities, you know, like for instance, in the chat, there is a, some communities that, you know, they, they, they support, support those people, new arrivals, with the, the, with the shortest and small means that you have. And bear in mind, in fact, precisely the rainy, rainy season, it will be soon. Mm. And if that rainy season comes next or next weeks, it will become difficult even to help anybody.
Why? A rainy season. Yeah, rainy season because there is no way to move. Very heavy rains. Sure. Uh, and we're going to be talking about cholera and, and other diseases in South Africa. I, I'm imagining that's quite rife if you put a host of people together in a rainy season. It's, it can't be good for anything. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, when you're talking about money, I've heard a figure the UN are appealing for $3 billion to help these people. Is that is? It seems like a lot. Well, you see, for me, I, I look at it from different angles. It's not about how much money that you put in. About for what this kind of operation that you do it right now. Mm. And you, you know, there's a food, food, food insecurity on all internationally where they can get food to buy it. You understand? It's, it's, it's a really crisis. Mm. Uh, let's and talk- the time is not in our sight. Let's talk about what's going on in Sudan. What, why, why are peace talks not happening? What is the latest situation with the fighting? You know, you know, they say it's easy to start the war, but uh-huh. it's not easy to stop the war. Right. Because the, the, those, there is a many factors that involve along the way, precisely the external factors. And I'm, I'm personally, I'm quite pessimist that, you know, this war might not stop today or tomorrow or in, even a year. Mm, sure. That is very sad, the very sad part of it, you know. And on both sides, everyone want to disarm the others. They want to disarm the others so as to control the Sudan. Power is about power. Mm. And I don't know what what we can what we shall do. We as Africans, you know, we believe in African solution to African problem. But we are just sitting and look. And I don't know. I'm really feel feel so down. Are we justified in in uh, criticizing the West when uh, the focus there is all on the Ukraine and the Russian saga when they're not focusing and we're not maybe focusing enough on Sudan? Well, you see, not even Sudan, the whole Africa. You know, Africa is, is, is called it, uh, nobody's give any sport about Africa. You know, mm-hmm. And this is unfortunately. And this is our crisis. We need to, as Africans, sit and solve our crisis. We are no longer relying on anybody. Nobody can help anybody. As you know. Mm. Uh, yeah. Okay, so what is, what is, you're pessimistic. Uh, are there any attempts at peace talks amongst uh, the power brokers, as it were, not, not external forces? They're trying, they're trying to fix it here and there, but it doesn't work. What I see it in the ground, mm. and, and they say from yesterday, supposed to stop the war for the whole week. But uh, uh, with the report that I had from the ground, nobody ever listened to what he's saying. Mm. Everybody want to get a position. You see, position about position because if there is a concrete peace comes, we say no. Um, this is my territory, yeah. so nobody can cut. So everyone want to expand his positions, and that is unfortunately. Other, I want to get back to the 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 people who are fleeing the war in Sudan. Are the foreign countries accepting? Of them, are, are you finding Chad and and Ethiopian Eritrea, as you mentioned, uh, willing to take on the refugees? Well, there is no option because you see, if you remember that Ethiopian war, the last last year Ethiopian war, there's this hundred of thousand Ethiopian came to Sudan, and now today right. the whole Sudan is a progress. The whole Ethiopian war, Ethiopian refugees and the Sudanese refugees will go back to Ethiopia. You know, mm-hmm. you see that mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's really funny things, you know. And I say those who are brothers and sisters, you know, they have no option; they have to accept it. Yeah, there are some difficulties in Egypt. 
you know, because you need the visas, mm-hmm. you need what, 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 and also you need. But in South Sudan, in Ethiopia, in Chad, they accept them, you know, because it's, it's, uh, the border is open. But automatically, the border is open. What there is, is no restrict in the border. What does this mean, Shabir? I mean, if you say this is going to go on for a year, uh, that that whole East African bloc, what does this mean for that, including, I think we can throw Libya in there, Central African Republic, maybe even Cameroon will be touched a bit by this. What does this mean two years or five years down the line? You see, we in Africa, we have a logo saying African problem to African solutions. Mm-hmm. And I don't see any rational to take this, this crisis and take it to Jeddah. What Jeddah to do with us? So this file of peace should, should be in the hand of the Africans. We have a neighboring country. We have South Sudan. We have Ethiopia. We have Egots. They know Sudan in and out. Mm. But you cannot take it away from Africa and then you see like that you can solve the problems. It cannot work. All right, we're going to leave it there. Shabir Ibrahim, thank you very much. Political analyst and consultant specializing in Sudan and the Horn of Africa. Half past three with SAFM.